episode eight, so you're gonna die. Uh, forgot to add this to what I had just recorded, so this is gonna go in front of it actually. Because if you are listening to this particular podcast, if you listen to this on the actual Anchor platform, uh, they allow me to go into my Apple Music uh, collection and put kind of music interludes in there. So I think you can only hear them, though, if you're listening to this through Anchor. So if you want to hear some of that, listen to this through Anchor. Enjoy. Episode 8, So You're Gonna Die. This one is... This one I really don't really understand. I I don't know uh, really what to call this one yet. So maybe as uh, I get off my chest what it is that I'm about ready to say, uh, we'll figure that out. But uh, I just wanted to uh, record this one only because uh, this podcast that uh, uh, that I have not been uh, doing uh, regularly. I mean, I took a, a lot of time off between episodes. And I forgot the reason why I was doing this in the first place, really. Mostly because uh, I haven't been feeling very well. And, um, and I've been struggling with uh, how much uh, cancer has uh, progressed in my body. Uh, the toll that that's taken then on my spirit. So I'm left a lot uh, of time with myself. Uh, And it hasn't really been... But time by myself is not good. Some people are good with time by themselves. And and it's not like all time by myself is bad. But time left in my thoughts um, can... can, uh, I tend to uh, lean towards the depressive at times. And... Uh, I try not to, of course, and uh, there's been plenty of therapy done with that to where um, I want to make sure that I never reach some of the dark days that I have reached in my life, and I I definitely don't want to reach those days at the end of my life, Uh, but uh, I'm struggling with just the the reality of my life. And today, I have some uh, friends uh, that, uh, well, there's people that I'm in a fellowship with and um, that are very important to me. Uh, And I have been struggling with that part of my life because of just the physical limitations that are now placed upon me and uh, these people uh, volunteer their time. I've volunteered my time in the past for others uh, within this fellowship and 
And now I'm in the position to where people need to volunteer their time to come and bring the fellowship to me. And I'm finding that to be a very uh, large struggle. Uh, it's a struggle for me to actually ask for help. It's never been my strong suit in life. Uh, and so that is one of the hurdles that I'm having. And and then the another hurdle that I'm having is that I'm not getting a very good response from the people in this fellowship uh, to come and bring some relief to me. Um, I know that's incredibly vague, but that's okay. It's going to have to be vague. Anyway, uh, as I'm having these uh, people come over bringing the fellowship to me uh, three times a week. And now I just added a, uh, another day. Uh, so now it will be four times a week, but I don't know why I added the day. I could make it seven days a week because really not a lot of people are coming over in that. Uh, so tonight was the night. Um, and it's every uh, Tuesdays and Fridays and Sundays at 7. Uh, Tuesday, uh, nobody showed up. And, uh, and that was disheartening. I uh, started a new day on Thursday. And, uh, and that day, one person showed up. Um, and then tonight, uh, two guys showed up. And uh, one guy I knew, uh, another guy was brand new to the area, and he was uh, coming to uh, bring me fellowship. Um, and that bleeds me to the reason for this particular podcast because uh, this guy uh, was only coming here to uh, try to help. Uh, his personality uh, not wasn't the best, let's put it that way. Uh, still, he was here trying to help. But I, I was already angry. And that's really what I want to talk about. It's just how what I found out tonight. Um, Ended up the, me uh, and uh, these two other guys, we, after initial uh, discomfort, uh, ended up having quite a nice fellowship um, for that. And what I, but I, what I did learn, though, from it was uh, it became very evident, you know. Uh, I knew I was angry, but, I, I, you know... I've always had this internal anger in me. Uh, for me, anger just masks fear. And I think I was born with this internal fear. Um, and, uh, and there's really no... I can't really put my finger on it. I mean, I was kind of born with it. Um... And not to blame my parents, but they didn't help in that either, because I think they added to it was kind of, kind of a, a fear that's inherited, and maybe I'm not alone in that. I think other people have been uh, raised with the same kind of fear, and um, and whenever I have it, uh, since I don't process it very well, it's easier for me to process anger which is uh, kind of
kind of a byproduct of the fear that's inside of me. And uh, I realize that I've been angry uh, for a while. Uh, that makes me uncomfortable. Uh, an anger that I do not want. An anger that uh, the reason why I even belong to this particular fellowship was to try to take care of that. And for the most part, it does. Um, but I've, but I have uh, a lot of anger that was pent up and kind of unleashed it on this guy, unfortunately, um, for no other reason because I could, uh, which I later amended. Let him know that, and that, that that's a wrong behavior and behavior that I don't want in my life. Especially, I don't want that in my life at all. Um, but because I was, saw just how much anger that I have, then I knew that I had been amassing uh, a lot of fear, and uh, it forces me then to take a look at uh, what it is that I'm afraid of and. I need lots in order to overcome the fear in me and I don't know what anybody else does I'm having a clue to tell you the truth uh, I have to practice faith and um, I firmly believe that God doesn't want me to be uh, living in that fear and definitely doesn't want me to be an angry person uh, but I definitely have been scared uh, of my situation of uh, what's coming uh, can I face it uh, I don't like uh, the isolation that the physical isolation that cancer is bringing to my life and uh, And I don't like the limitations, the physical limitations that it is bringing to my life. Uh, <clears throat> and it's getting harder. It's not getting any easier. It's, it's definitely increased in its discomfort as a human being, much less the physical pain that I'm in all the time. Uh, <clears throat> and it is... <clears throat> hasn't reached the apex of his physical pain. I, I keep thinking, well, uh, this is pretty painful. and well, This is about as much pain as I think a human being can get. And then I find out that, nope, no, it's, it's a painful uh, illness. One that I was born with, though, so in my case, it's probably... Easier, not that it's easy in any way, shape, or form, but it's probably easier than if somebody that was just uh, stricken with cancer. What's more uncomfortable for me, though, is uh, how much I don't want to live in fear. Uh, and for me, the faith that I practice, a lot of it really has to be in kind of a blind faith at times. And people, they mean well. Uh, 
but the way that um, the way that they try to help to doesn't help very well. I think, I think Too Fast, Too Fierce just drove by. And I don't know anybody wants to ride those motorcycles. But anyway, that's an outside noise from where I live. So I am recording this because I think it's important that I voice what's happening to me, uh, how I feel, um, to not internalize that. And I'm certain <clears throat> I'm not alone, uh, definitely not because of my circumstances. But I'm not alone. People have lots of fear. People live in fear all the time. And so I think it's probably more prevalent than ever before, unfortunately. And I don't like it. I don't like the anger that it brings out in me. And I don't like the anger that it brings out in other people. Everybody I've ever known in my life that are truly angry people, too, it's because they're terrified. And, uh... And I don't want that to be what happens to me in my last days at all. So I'm acknowledging it, which usually forces me to have to do something about it. Usually forces me to have to take responsibility for my feelings and my emotions and then therefore my actions because although I don't didn't agree with this guy tonight I don't want to treat people that way I don't want to be treated that way but I don't want to treat people that way I don't want to be that person that I was and I really at this moment don't really have a uh, course to take to overcome the fear that's in my life some of the things that are in my life that I have fear over I can't change I have to learn to live with it and to try to be the best human being I can be and by that I mean, I feel that human beings should help. And I don't think we're here to be an isolated being. And when I'm crippled by my fear, I'm not very helpful. So, I'm going to try one day at a time, one moment at a time, uh, to 
take a little bit more of a daily inventory of my emotional state. So when I realize that I am faced with another hurdle that cancer has placed in my life to where I can't go and do the things that I want to go do. Uh, then I can turn that over to my God and turn that fear over. And the biggest hurdle has always been, so far at least, I have a, the fear that you know I, I won't get to see what happens in this world and be in this world with the people that I care about and who care about me I actually never thought I would be ever be able to actually be comfortable in my own skin in this world but I was wrong, and I don't like the idea that that's going to end. And the dying part, as you know, what happens when you die? Uh, I'm not a theologian. I don't really care in that regard. Uh, I have faith that there is a spirit that is not meant to make us suffer in the next life. And hey, if I'm wrong, I think it's better to live the, this life with that idea. Why worry about the next? Because I'm still in this one. Got some more damn scans to do. Um, there is a tumor on my left hand that I am looking to have removed. Uh, can't remove them all. This one is causing me such great discomfort that... Uh, Removing it may increase the quality of my life without greatly decreasing the length of my life. So I'm going through that process now. and As always, none of these tumors are easy. So they're, I'd had my ulna removed from my left forearm a long, long time ago. And so where the tumor is, it's in my wrist and my hand. It's hard. It's a hard one to remove and still kind of keep my hand. I'm uh, radius that it is a, attached to. It's uh, probably why it's so goddamn painful. So I'm going through that process, which is a very fearful process for me, even though it will be my 55th operation. I have not, I don't like any of that. I don't know anybody who does, but for me it, 
causes me to take a look at things that happened when I was a kid that I never uh, <clears throat> never really came to terms with. You know, it's all the medical stuff. Having to deal with some severe medical issues with a young brain. Maybe that's why I've been more into my anger. Having to go and have another operation. And who knows, maybe I won't have the operation. Maybe it's not something that's supposed to happen or is even necessary uh, to give me any sort of relief. So far, the hand surgeons are not too thrilled with it. One guy, though, this new hand surgeon, he's at least taking it as the uh, challenge that it is. So, I like that in a doctor. So, it's going to be the weekend. And... I don't I don't want to continue with the frame of mind that I have so that's what's going on this makes for a very depressing podcast uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news but there's nothing positive about dying of cancer. So, I'm just trying to do the best that I can and not let it take the person that I am. And like everyone in this world, I'm trying to be a better person too. That's episode eight. <laughs> 